What up, my Hanyaks? Welcome back to another edition of the Randomly Viking Podcast. I'm your head, Hanyak Gus. Going to be taking you on a wild, fun, hilarious, maybe a little bit serious journey today um, on this Wednesday episode. We've got some great feedback, some great notes. Turns out the Snapchat, uh, the Snapback, which is the Snapchat feedback, which I have Snapchat again for people who prefer that method, like my random old geezer friend Shane, who still uses that. I Ironically, I heard this week that apparently Snapchat is hemorrhaging money in the tech world. It's like literally known as a money pit right now. So who knows if it'll even be around uh, for long. But uh, what's going to happen? Shane going to die or is uh, Snapchat going to die? Who's who, Who's going out first? They've both been around for a while and... On their last leg. I'm just kidding, Shane. But anyways, yeah, still not able to, no way to play that feedback live. And that's fine. I don't think they, I don't think, I don't think we've gotten to that point yet. So maybe at some point, but if you want to leave me, give me your feedback in a form of a temporary expiring message that I have no way of capturing and playing on the podcast. Very, um, clearly the best way to do this. Then you can discuss the bus 35 on Snapchat, the head Hanyak. I posted it on Instagram, my little QR thing that you can go find me that way. Add me and you can then react live. You can pause the episode, send a quick snap, react live. That's what Shane's been doing. It's been great. Um, you got a lot of feedback. It's a lot of fun. It's pretty funny to see someone who just listened to me, talk to them, past me, talk to them and tell them future me or present me, uh, what they think. <laughs> And sometimes it's it's interesting because I forget that oh, I maybe roast some people and that happened a little bit today. So uh, some feedback that I actually. So the feedback that we got from Shane for uh, he's, he's getting caught up on episodes. This is some of the snap back that we got and uh, hot trots. So we've talked about hot trots where it's, you know, I go to the middle of the day and do something extremely hard. The heat of the day, riding a bike, going for a walk, whatever. And I just say, you know, it, I really expand that to just doing something hard, right? A hot trot is just doing something hard, cold shower, um, what have you doing, deciding to do a one minute plank before and after every meal that you do, like random stuff like that, right? Or 10 push-ups. I don't know. That those can all be something intentionally hard to make you better, make you more resilient, push yourself a little bit, get a little uncomfortable intentionally to ultimately um, help you live healthier, happier, and um, be, like I said, more resilient. So he said that hot trot sounds like something referencing sharding, aka crapping your pants or something like that. We've all been in that situation. And then it got me thinking, it was like, yeah, another, an, it, it's a, it's, a, <laughs> it is a, what is the word I'm looking for? Not variable. It has a variety of different definitions, right? It's a, it's a pretty flexible term in the sense of it could be what I use it for to talk about doing something hard. It could also very well be referring to the time when you, you, there's a fart that you trusted that you shouldn't have, and now you've got to do a little bit of a waddle, clinch, walk, or a hot trot to the bathroom to expel some demons out of your anus. Uh, there, I said it. So thank you, Shane, for ruining that term for probably a lot of people. I'm going to be a Hanyak about it though. I'm going to keep using it for what it's meant to be in, in the way that I mean it, because maybe I don't have a better term right now, but, uh, is Viking March. I don't know. Science sounds kind of cool. Taking suggestions for potentially rebranding the hot trot to 
I don't know, be a little bit more, ready for this, inclusive to things that don't involve heat, specifically maybe for our MS friends or people who just aren't into that. And, you know, everyone's hard thing is going to be a little bit different. So, uh, you know, and it could be instead of going for a walk in the heat of the day, just sit in your car for 10 minutes in the heat of the day with nothing, with, with, with it turned off. And that, that's, that's full blown sauna mode right there. So be prepared to sweat if you're going to do that. Don't do that. Like right before you go to work or right before you go to something where you don't, you can't, you shouldn't show up sweaty and stinky. Definitely not a good idea. Right? So hot trots looking, uh, potentially we're open to rebranding, but we don't need to, we don't, we don't need to, I'm not going to let you ruin the fun for my term. You know, a lot of times people are like, Oh, well that just ruined that for me or that ruined that name. I say, if I like something like a name, a term or something like that, and someone comes in and tries to, and I'm not saying this is what he did. This is, he, we all have these thoughts, right? And I don't think he was wrong in saying, well, hot trot sounds like this to me. I agree a hundred percent. So let me be clear on that. Right. But I try, I'm one of those people. I said, no, I'm not gonna let that ruin that for me. Like I know, I think the most common way I've seen this is with names. People talk about names and it's like, I knew a crappy insert name here growing up or this person. And not in the sense of like, this person almost killed me or this person like was an abuser or like a serial killer or something like that. Right. Like I'm sure for a time people didn't want to name their kids Ted after Ted Bundy, but that name, the name didn't stop churning. Right. And if I had been at that time say, look, he happened to have that name, but anybody, he could have been named Jerry and, and would have been the same dude. I'm not going to let him being a crappy person have and happen to have that name that I also like potentially for my child to stop me from naming my child that I'm going to reclaim that and show. And I see it as a challenge to say, look, no, you're going to, you may have the same name like Jeffrey, right? How many, how many, I bet Jeffrey took a hiatus from the baby names after the Jeffrey Dahmer stuff, but Jeff is still out there. Jeffrey's still going strong. And I, I see no reason. If you like Jeff, go ahead and do it. Right. So this is more than just about names. I refuse to let people ruin things for me in that sense. It's just because, well, you may have found you, you, you definitely found it all. If, the, if we're the looking at the definitions of the dictionary and it has the first meaning. Right. And then, oh, alternate definition. You may have found that alternate definition, which is actually maybe a little bit more accurate to hot trot. I think it's hilarious because <laughs> now I'll definitely if I ever have to make that hot trot, I'll, I'll let people know, look, that was a hot trot. Right. I was prairie dogging the whole way. You got to kind of walk a little more stiff because if you want too much, too much exertion, uh, to like stairs can be a real thing. I'm going to probably take the elevator cause I don't want to overexert myself just enough and, and let loose these demons that I'm trying to expel on the porcelain throne into my trousers. Nobody wants that. So, uh, thank you, Shane, for, um, your wonderful, thank you. Thank you for your wonderful mind that just has these you know, just incredible thoughts that really convolute these terms that I'm trying to coin here. I just appreciate it so much. Keep it coming. All right. On the note of, he had some more feedback talking about, so I, I, I kind of roasted the girl who had the wired headphones, who I, who have seen the last two days now, and she is wired headphones strong. Now they're the basic Apple iPhone headphones. So Shane, and th- these are his words. He said he was that kid. You know, some kids, Y'all remember Zune, Microsoft's, <laughs> Microsoft's attempt to compete with the iPod that, albeit was a decent attempt, but I just think was too little too late. I had, I had my friends, 
and and there was there's a couple there's three brothers and they were Zune family, right? And he was Zune's awesome. Zune's the best. They all had their Zune. They loved their freaking Zune and the rest of us had iPods and looking back now I think we can clearly see who won that fight. But not to say that I didn't think, you know, I wasn't sitting back saying Zunes are totally stupid at that time. Looking back now, it's like R.I.P. Zune. But Shane apparently did not have one but two Zunes, which he still has in his possession. Uh, he was, he was, he Zuned so hard. And so as we can see from his track record of picking Zune or iPod, going with Microsoft or Apple in that instance, because I know the beef, they have their benefits, you know, Mac versus PC. And so it, we're specifically talking in this context. We see how that went for him, right? We see how his decision-making, his where his judgment was at. So can we really trust his judgment on redefining hot trot? I, nah. So um, I'm, I'm going to, I'm going to go with magic eight ball here. Signs point to nope. Sorry, bud. But <laughs> He apparently, I didn't know this, apparently the headphones that came with Zoom were like kind of the braided cords, and he said if you touched them at all, moved them at all, it completely cut out and you could lose sound. Talk about trash. That's maybe what killed, or partially killed, the Zoom. I'm sure there were plenty of factors that went into it. The name was cool. Zoom, you're like, oh, Zoom, Zoom, Zoom in my tunes, right? I don't know, nobody said that. This is a, this is a stupid joke. But, Yeah. Uh, hats off to you for not having but one, but two. That is a level of Zoom that I know no one of achieving except maybe those who designed the Zoom, right? Who were on the team, like building that. And it's like, if you're in that world, it's like, you got to believe it. It's your product. It's your baby, right? You got to, of course, love it. I'm sure. But hang on to those, Shane. Those will be worth some serious money someday because the discontinued things like that 30, 40 years down the road. Now, I'll grant it. <laughs> at your age, I don't know if you got 30 or 40 years, so we'll just see, right? <laughs> but <laughs> you hang on to those, keep those in good condition, keep them maybe in functioning condition. You'll have those collectors out there. And I don't know how much they were. I think they were a cheaper alternative to the iPod. I don't know, but they'll, they'll come back around, right? And be value because they were discontinued. Now the iPod is being discontinued, but they lived a much shorter lifespan and are much more rare. So even now, I bet you could get a decent amount for them, but another 10, 20, 30 years. I mean, as long as you can give us, right? Like maybe just 10 for you, but is it, it could, it could pay dividends. Now you may be sentimental here because those may be your babies, but you got two of them. So you keep one, sell one, who knows? Nice little, nice little investment there. You're sitting on, bud. Let's see what you did. High level move. Maybe, maybe that's what it was. Were you playing 40 chess? Did you see? That Zune was clearly the inferior product and not going to live. And so while you maybe got the first one out of interest of that, you saw the writing on the wall. You had the foresight. I mean, granted, you are, I mean, this at this point, you, what, you got a Zune in your 50s? So, like, you, you had that wisdom and experience of life and you had seen that in previous eras, right? Going back to the Industrial Revolution, you saw and you learned to kind of read the market on what was going to stick, what wasn't going to stick. And that's when you opted to say, I'm going to get two of these and I'm going to hang on to them. Because I have a feeling, if my predictions are correct, that this, they are not going to win this battle. They are going to lose and die a sad death. That only means that they are going to be that much more valuable on down the line. So if you play 4D chess chain, hats off to you. I could see it, right? You've got the, you've got that, 
you've got the teacher of experience and age and, and that wisdom, that good old man wisdom on your side. So I'm not going to doubt that, but I, I, it's also, I, the way I see it right now, you can clear this up for us, but the way I see it, <laughs> you either had that foresight or you just made the, you, you chose the wrong team, right? Simple as that. So I don't know. And <laughs> You're welcome if this takes you on another emotional roller coaster because apparently I took him on an emotional roller coaster when I talked about him losing his voice. Now he has clarified things. This is a game that I've played. He talked about he lost his voice not because he was yelling at the kids, getting onto the kids, leading band related stuff, but it's because they did the classic rock, paper, scissors tournament where you become your whoever beats you you become their hype man and so it ends with two people and they have half the group and you and it's your job to then cheer them on and that's where he lost and strained his voice so to that i would say okay that's a more reasonable excuse however it does not discount the effect the fact of me giving you the advice to learn to yell with your diaphragm and when you are cheering it on you have that duty you still could have done better my dude but once again, comes back to your percussion. And so, yeah, I hope you're welcome for that emotional roller coaster. And I hope this one takes you on another one. But we'll see. Only time will tell. I will say I accept the reason for you losing your voice. It is more, it is more acceptable than simply you just, you just couldn't control your kids and you had to yell and you, and you did it flippantly and not in good form, right? So there he at the moment is rock paper scissors i've been in one of those it gets intense right and i don't know how many kids you were working with it was 100 it was 500 it was 50 so that could take a while that's a lot of yelling in a very short amount of time so we'll take it right um question of moving on so we got our snap that's that's all of the snap back today which so far is uh shane exclusive and still remain that way until someone else comes along and decides to use Snapchat to give me feedback using temporary messages that I cannot record or capture and are not good to just play live here on the podcast. So there's that, right? It makes me work a little bit and I can appreciate that. I got to make it count. It's kind of like in movies, like I will only say this once. I do not repeat myself. So pay attention. And that's essentially what I have to do. But I do appreciate the feedback. Keep it coming. I love it. I love it. It, it, it cracks me up every time. I wish I could do a live reaction because it really is funny. Maybe I'll figure that out. So. On that note, here's an idea. What if I make a Snapchat group for the Hanya Horde and those of you who want to give Snapchat feedback and maybe even have conversations or some exclusive, um, you know, I could send some snaps like right now while I'm recording and have people send some stuff in, but then not just me and the person giving the feedback, but the Hanya Horde can experience the wonderful feedback, maybe be encouraged and prompt some conversation and bring out some great um, temporary... <laughs> Uh, temporary messages that, that you can only view once, maybe twice at most if you, I, cause there's the replay function and, um, and we can all have a good laugh at that because I don't know, I watch these and say, man, these would be great. I, I wish more of the Hanya Accord could enjoy these cause I'm enjoying the feedback so much. So might do that. Let me know. And if you're on Snapchat, let's, let's, let's maybe get to working on this, right? Let me know and I can add you to the group. But I think that's one thing we might explore, uh, at the same time too, people may not be comfortable giving me their feedback in knowing that the rest of the rest of the horde is going to get it too, but they get it anyways. They just don't get it exactly from your mouth. I am, I'm being a messenger here, right? So that's something to think about if you're a little bit shy about putting your face out there or letting it known. Cause, uh, for the most part, we'll all probably know each other. So it's fine. 
But uh, that's an idea I had to make a Hanya Accord Snapchat group, and we could do a group message that way and probably do some fun things, have some ideas, right? Okay, so we've got our write-in question of the day. Uh, as you know, on Wednesdays, I usually try and um, prompt. I ask for, send me, send me a question. Uh, call it, used to call it write-in Wednesdays. I don't really do that anymore. They're more just regular episodes, but I still get some questions from you listeners. Thank you so much. So today's question is an interesting one. Um, it's what, what three people dead or alive, uh, famous people, I guess is what it said. Let me read the exact question. I just have the, the, I just have the cliff notes. I can go pull it up. If you could meet any of your top three famous people dead or alive, who would it be and why? Well, I, I don't have like a running list of like my top famous people that I would really want to meet. So I'm probably going to give you some cheesy, stupid answers. And uh, if you don't know this, the, the Babylon Bee, well, you have to be a subscriber, right? They, they, they ask a similar question, and, they, and since they're kind of Christian, they say, excluding Jesus. Jesus doesn't count. <laughs> and so I'm going to apply that same rule, right? So let's think about this for a second. And here's who I'm going to go with. I would very much like to meet... Uh, ready? Ready for this cheesy answer? The Apostle Paul. And why do people want to meet him from, well, the Christian in me? The more that I grow as a Christian, the more I study the scriptures, particularly, you know, Paul's letters, the more I see, A, a vigor, and I see how he's actually, I, I almost see a relatable side to him. And so I'm like, wow, this is, and it's hard with the written word, but when you learn about the, the hermeneutics and the language and like how, hey, this is a very intense phrase, this is a very serious thing, like, there's emphasis places, you know, essentially learning about ancient exclamation points in all caps. I learned that Paul was yelling a lot and he didn't mince words and he would, he was a pretty intense person. It makes me feel a little bit better about how I am sometimes. And, and, and so that intrigues me. But then I also realized, gosh, when people break down his letters, holy crap, he was, he just smart. He was so intelligent. And I would just love, now I probably feel like he would roast me, roast me to kingdom come, right? Straight into the grave, like make me feel so horrible about how bad I, of a Christian I am and how squishy I am. But uh, if, if, if I could, you know, get through that or maybe forego that, I would definitely want to meet him, be able to just have that conversation, just to, even if it was just sit and listen to him when he was teaching and, and I, I could just be a person in the crowd. Like it doesn't have to be me meeting him. I think that would be incredible. So there's that. Uh, next I'm going to go with, I'm going to say a founding father and I'll try and pinpoint it here. And this is another corny answer coming out of my patriotism, but simply put, because when you think about our nation, the ideals it was founded on, how it changed the course of history in a lot of ways and, and brought into, you know, really ushered in a new era and a ragtag group of colonies beat out the reigning empire and established the freest, most prosperous like nation, probably, you know, really the world has ever seen most powerful one. And they were all, I mean, a lot of them were in their twenties or early thirties. They were young. They were my age doing founding a country. I can't even comprehend. That. I mean, so I'm going to go with maybe like a, like a James Madison, obviously people love Thomas Jefferson, 
Ben Franklin was a little bit older. He's, he's one of my favorite founding fathers or George Washington, any one of those guys. Um, so this is going to be a variable answer, whichever one I could be granted really George Washington, because he willingly, he was one of the, he's one of the few leaders far and few between who actually willingly gives up power and says, obfuscates it. And like was only took on the presidency established the precedent of two only serving two terms, which FDR promptly broke Jack wagon. It was a war, whatever, dude. And, and so, and that is, that is something remarkable. And I, I just would like to meet, we'll say, we'll say GW, George Washington, classic, right? And just meet him and, and, and same thing. Just be like, my goodness, the understanding, being able to say like, it's just, it's, they're titans, right? They're titans of history. Shoulders of giants is where we stand, you know, is the phrase that we use. And to me, I'm just like, holy crap. I can't even fathom where I'm at. I can barely run a podcast. Much less establishing a country and and building our constitution the way they did. Are you freaking kidding me? I would have established the worst country. It would have it would have collapsed on itself. It would have turned into dictatorship tyranny. And I'm not saying of me, but whoever, right? It would have been ripped apart by civil war, which we survived somehow. And like it would have failed so hard, so fast. And I would have been run out of town, hung, burned at the stake. All of the above, keel hauled on a ship. If you don't know what that is, look it up. It's pretty brutal. Uh, you know, you name it because they would have been, they would have been like, absolutely not. I would be like, here's my idea for our country. And they have said, nope. Yeah, no way. Not, and I get, it took a lot of people and a lot of minds and a lot of thinkers. But just love to talk to them. All right, final answer. We're going to go a little bit more uh, whimsical. Or a little bit more lighthearted, because those are two heavy hitters. And I went ancient, a little less ancient. And I think, hmm, this this last one's tough. This last one's really, really tough. Man, because I want to go with someone. I'm trying to think of someone less heavy and struggling to find that. So maybe let's see. trying to think of like sports hero person i don't know someone like that but no one's really standing out or coming to mind so because it would be more like i want to i would want to experience them playing than just sit down and talking to them um and i really don't know on this last one it's tough I think we'll go, geez, really though? Really? I can't come up with one? Hmm. Number three. Let's meet, gosh, this is tough, yo. This is real tough. This is really Real? Oh no 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 no! I got it! 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 Ready? And this is another, and actually, this is another Titan, and but just incredible person throughout history. Frederick Douglass, former slave, one of the leading abolitionists, um, who helped lead the charge on ending ending slavery, um, not just in our country, but also doing that, you know, which then ripples out into the rest of the world, right? So, 
just because his life. I so I actually have the life in his narrative and some of his essays, and I I've I, I've read a bit of it, but like just can't even fathom. You know, not knowing exactly when you're born, you know, not really having any family ties, you know, your name is just whatever. Like just when you strip people, I mean, that's how you really dehumanize people is you, you take away any sense of community, any sense of belonging, any sense of like understanding about yourself and just strip them of their, uh, of, of their identity in a lot of ways. So, but to talk to him because he, another Titan, right? Big time. So I know a lot of these are probably cliche, stupid answers, but whatever. It's it's who I would, right? If I was actually going to be afforded this chance, I would I wouldn't just sit here and say I want to meet Chris Pratt, and uh, um, you know I want to go meet Chevy Chase. It's like, come on, let's be realistic, right? If I actually had this chance, would I actually be wasting it on? And not to say those are bad options, but I'm like, Ariana Grande, no, get out of here. What are they going to offer me? She's just a little slutty girl who sings good. That's all she is. But, wow. That got a little bit hot. So that's my answer to my question. I'm going to pose a question to the audience, to the horde. What three people would you meet? You don't necessarily have to give the why, but that are alive. Anybody except Jesus. They're off the, he's off the table. There. He's off the table. Um, everyone else is on the table, right? It could be dead family members. It could be alive family members. <laughs> That'd be funny. <laughs> oh, never mind. I just I just thought of the bad joke. Alive family members. Yeah, I've always wanted to meet my dad, who left um, to go get smokes and never came back. Woo, that's heavy in, in its own right, right? So, but that's the question. There's my answer. Hope you enjoyed it. Send in yours uh via Snapchat if you want. Might be interesting to hear that in the Snapchat group. I'll see if I can go make that right meow. And do that. So finally, last note. Um, I think I brought up some of our adventures or whatnot. My sister was in town last week and we went and did a bunch of adventures. Saw NASA Space Center Houston. Go check it out. Totally worth it. Amazing, amazing stuff. 30 bucks. You can go see. They have a Falcon 9 rocket that has been to space twice. It's a SpaceX rocket. I touched it. I, you can walk underneath it, you know, because it's outside. And, and I just jumped up and just barely touched it. So I've, I've been to space, y'all. But really, last week, what it was all about. Went to an Astros game. Super fun. Except they lost. But they weren't the only ones who lost. I lost. It was dollar dog night. And if you've seen that, fam- that viral video of the kid who went to the Royals game and committed to eating a hot dog every half inning. So, it's supposed to total out to like 18 hot dogs. I don't know how many he ended up eating. And just, it was a hilarious viral video, but he looked miserable. I, I didn't go that crazy because I know my limits. And I said, I'm going to try and eat one for every inning. So, nine in total. And I died at six, tapped out at six, and I sat there and stared at the last three. I actually had four sitting there because in, in my wildest dreams, if, if everything had gone good and say I'd gotten to eight or nine and before the end of the game, it was only seventh or eighth inning and I just going strong, I was obviously going to try and dip into double digits. Was able to do neither of those things. So I lost pretty hard, but it did me right because we bought, here, here's a great thing about Dollar Dog. A, these aren't skimpy, wimpy hot dogs. All right. These aren't soy boy hot dogs. These are fat ballpark franks. They're good. They're quality, right? They fill up the bun. And so they're good. And they're only a buck. We bought, so there was a group of six of us. And so, you know, I obviously went and bought, you could, they limit you four per person per transaction. So, cause we went to the same vendor and he definitely recognized us. And so we did that, right? So me and my wife went and we could get eight at a time in total. We bought 20 hot dogs. 
So 20 bucks. We spent more buying six waters than we did buying, buying 20 hot dogs. Because we all know stadium prices are outrageous. So if you have the chance to, if you have the chance to do a dollar dog night, highly recommend it. Even if you're not a huge baseball fan, which I'm not, but live baseball games and going to the ballpark is just, it's an experience in and of itself. I'm never going to watch baseball on TV. I will only really go to a game and just getting to throw back dogs. And yeah, you could say I'm going to eat a couple because they're only a dollar. I'm not going to gorge myself like you did and try and be my own version of Joey Chestnut over here. And that's fine. But yeah, I'm just, look, I'm nothing special. Six dogs though, something to be proud of. And uh, obviously if I do that ever again, I'll try for nine, but we only got six. Dollar Dog Night kicked my but just like the Sox ended up coming back, kicking the Astros butt. And then two nights later, the Astros won six to one. And I was like, why couldn't I go to that game? But that game wasn't dollar dog night. And you best believe when I found out we could go during dollar dog night. Yeah, I'm, we're going that night. It's dollar dogs. Now the line was a little bit long and these idiot kids made us wait 15 minutes because they were trying to use a, use a coupon that they couldn't use at the dollar dog stand, but it was just at the regular concession stands because not every concession stand is offering dollar dogs, only certain locations. Now, they had plenty on the concourse, but it was solid. You ever done dollar dog night? Man, it's so great. Go do it. Check it out. And I know some of you could probably beat my six, but that's fine. Maybe I don't think I came out strong enough because in like right at the beginning of the game, you know, we got hot dogs. And so in the first inning, I ate two really quick. And then I went and I think I, I got, I was ahead of pace, but then I was like, well, I'll just let it catch up. You know, I got to five or six. It was the sixth inning and I was and right at the sixth inning. I finished my sixth hot dog and that's what I did wrong. I slowed down. I should have, I should have gotten to six or seven by the fourth inning. And then I could have it settle and I could take two innings off and then pick it back up instead of just I was in a continue. I slowed down and was in a continuous state of having to eat a hot dog, and then I was having to keep up, get ahead of the game, and and start start sprinting, and then you can get your hit your marathon, your steady state. Um, you know, you can maybe take innings four through six off, and then finish them off seven, eight, nine. Take enough of a break to let your stomach kind of absorb absorb digest some of it, right? And you can absorb those delicious hot dog nutrients. Oh man, but Dollar Dog Night, it was awesome. Check it out. So that'll do it for us though today. Thank you so much for joining. Thank you for the snapback, Shane. Uh, if you want to leave your feedback via Snapchat, um, that's fine. You can also DM me, text me. You can leave a voice memo if you follow the link in the description. It's literally, if you're on your phone, you click it. It'll pull you up and you can hit record. It'll pull up the website. You can hit record. You can record that voice memo. It'll get sent to me. I can add that to the episode. It's great. Uh, if you want to join, if you want me to do the Snapchat group, I will create it and you can just add me on Snapchat and we can do group feedback from the horde for episodes. Uh, or if you don't like that idea, let me know any which way. So big things that I'm looking for is, but the big question is top three people who are you going to meet? Oh my gosh. I almost forgot. Also still taking little Debbie top threes. We got another little Debbie top three. Here we go. Here we go. Shout out to Chelsea for your little Debbie top three. And these are three we have not heard yet, right? Christmas trees, zebra cakes, um, that's one, two, and then number three, powdered slash frosted mini donuts. Now check this out. Check this high level move out. Shout out Chelsea, right? She can't pick just one of the donuts, right? Because they have the chocolate ones, they have the powdered sugar ones. Because they, she always buys both whenever she gets them and alternates between the two. That is next level snacking that I have nothing but the utmost respect for. Shout 
out. That is how it's done, right? It's not just, oh, I can't pick between those. It's like, no, 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 this is how I roll, right? You get one, you get the other, and you, you tag team it. This is a combo deal, and I got mad respect for that because that's some high-level snacking. So if you haven't sent in your top three and you're still wondering, send them in. And send me in top three Debbies, who, who three people you would meet? Uh, dead or alive, excluding Jesus, doesn't count. Uh, and send those in. Join the Snapchat group if you want, if you, if you like that. Otherwise, follow us on social media and DM me that way. Um, so where I don't, but if you like, if you like making me have to ride the lightning and write down or remember your feedback, cause I'm only going to have one shot, maybe two to view it on Snapchat. That's cool. It's good for you. Right. Um, we'll see how long it stays around. We'll see which one lasts longer, Shane or Snapchat. I don't know. They're both dying. So we'll just see, but <laughs> love you, Shane. Thank you so much for the feedback. Thank you so much for being a part of the Hanya Accord. If you're new here, welcome to the Hanya Accord. Be sure to send in any and all thoughts. Uh, if go leave a review and a rating, if you haven't share the podcast around, if you want pe- other people, if you want your friends chime in on the conversation, we can build out the Hanya Accord, have a great time. Always have some laughing, building some positive culture, having fun. Um, building some meaningful, positive, um, social fabric. I don't know what I'm saying at this point. We're just rambling on this Norwegian. Goodbye is too long. So go have a great, great rest of your week. If it hasn't been good so far, there's still time to turn around. Hopefully this helped kickstart that. Or if it's been great so far, hopefully it just keeps the cruise rolling. Keeps it. This just snowballs. Go finish, go finish your week strong. Do something hard. Let me know about it. Top three little Debbie's top three people you would meet. Excluding Jesus, we'll see you right here next time. This is your head Hanyak signing off.